Welcome to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast presented by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, April Stearns. Each week for the next year, you'll hear an essay from our book read by the author. Igniting the Fire Within is a collection of stories of healing, hope, and humor, offering an insider's view into today's young breast cancer community. We compiled 50 essays for people diagnosed in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. There is medicine for each of us in these stories, whether you've been personally diagnosed with cancer or not. Wildfire stories in general, but especially the ones you'll hear from Igniting the Fire Within, are stories of transformation. Our storytellers experienced a shift in perspective as a result of something that happened to them. And the cancer diagnosis was not the thing that happened, or it wasn't the only thing. The cancer diagnosis was merely the catalyst for later changes that led our writers to understand deep truths about the world. Each one of them learned lessons that showed them what it is to live, not just survive, in the glare of cancer. We believe deeply that the stories that change us aren't so much about what happened as they are about what came next. And hearing those stories, true stories of transformation, that's what ignites the fire within each of us. A listener note before we dive in, cancer is a salty business and sometimes talking about it and the aftermath requires salty language. Listener discretion is advised. Today's storyteller is Gretchen Stelter. Gretchen is a book editor and writer who was diagnosed at age 39 with stage 2 triple positive breast cancer. She lives in Madison, Wisconsin. Here she is reading her essay, Let Me Hear Your Body Talk. Cancer. It feels like a four-letter word, but not in the fun way. Uh, not in the way that makes you want to drop it into a conversation, but more in the way that as soon as you do drop it into a conversation, people gasp and stop talking to stare at you. I've never been one to shy away from cuss words. I cling to those articles that say swearing is a sign of intelligence. I cringe when I drop an F-bomb on the phone with my mom, yet I still do it. Also, why do I cringe? She's definitely where I learned some of those words. I get a little thrill when someone I've just met feels comfortable enough around me to cuss as well, partly because it makes me feel like I've found a kindred spirit, and partly because it makes me feel like they could sense I'm non-judgmental and I wouldn't care. I've also never really been one to shy away from more difficult topics. You want to talk about how much money we all make? Great. I'm a full-time independent book editor who has to discuss money at least once a week, so that's not an issue. I've had people disclose incredibly personal things not long after meeting me, so if you want to talk about assault or abortion or any number of situations many feel uncomfortable with, I'm your girl. Even death? Fine, I can handle it. But then June 2021 came along, and during my first ever mammogram, they found breast cancer. Well, they told me they were pretty sure they did that day. It wouldn't be until I got the notification in my email that I had a new test result in my chart that I found out for sure which is a whole other horror story. But in the days that followed, while I navigated my emotions, not my thoughts, I had no coherent thoughts during that time, just raw emotion about my diagnosis, I didn't talk about my cancer. At first, it was probably self-preservation more than anything. If I couldn't even articulate my emotions to myself, why tell anyone else? Or rather, what would I tell to anyone else? 
But also the questions people start asking are deeply daunting. No, I, I don't know what stage I am yet. No, I don't know what surgery I'll need. No, I don't know if I'll have surgery or chemo first. And even though I'd never been through this before, I somehow knew, knew that I didn't want to even think about the answers I had and those I didn't, let alone share them. I didn't want to talk about this. This was too tough. This was a topic I'd never discussed before, and I had no idea how to discuss nor any desire to learn to discuss it. As a woman, my body in general had been a topic of discussion for decades, though normally I was a passive listener in said discussions, blushing or feeling ashamed depending on who was doing the talking. Before surgery, I'm currently post-op and pre-radiation, I had large breasts, a 34i at my biggest, which was right before my diagnosis. I'd struggled with my breasts since I was 13. Truthfully, I'm not even sure you could call it a love-hate relationship because I'm not sure I ever loved them. They made people, men and women, sexualize me, and the attention they brought was almost exclusively unwanted. Even if a boy or later a man I liked was drawn to me because of them, did I want to date someone who was only drawn to me because of them? Hard pass. Suddenly, here I was at 40, a woman who volunteers with young girls and has those hard conversations with them, who has done sexual assault victim advocate work, and who prides herself on being able to talk about all the stuff others won't. And it occurred to me for the first time that I couldn't talk about my own body. At least, not in a non-hateful way. Negative body talk I was familiar with, especially when it came to my breasts. And suddenly, it seemed unspeakably cruel that this body that had done so much for so many years had only ever received my scorn. And if talking about it lovingly had been hard before, it now seemed impossible. How could I praise a body that had betrayed me in this way? But as I came to terms with my breast cancer and started having answers, triple positive IDC, at least one positive lymph node, chemotherapy first, surgery would depend on my genetics, I started to want to talk about it. A lot. To anyone who would listen. My partner, my friends, my mom, my doctors and the nurses and physicians assistants, my fellow patients, survivors and thrivers, my social media feed and anyone else who was feeling lonely and isolated and scared because they had this diagnosis too. Or maybe they didn't have this diagnosis, but a similar one. Or maybe they just didn't know how to talk about illness or their bodies. Or maybe they did, but wanted to know what a friend or a loved one with this diagnosis might be going through. And I didn't just want to talk about my cancer, but also my body and other women's cancer and how they felt about their bodies now. What menopause symptoms were they dealing with and how were they handling them? What surgery did they end up getting, and were they happy with it? What was their relationship with their bodies before all of this? It's become clear as I've navigated all of this that many people have no idea how to talk to someone about cancer. The slew of people who immediately tell me they know someone who died of breast cancer makes this evident, as does the number of people who say breast cancer surgery is a free boob job. We also don't talk about a lot of things that have to do with women's bodies. The default in medicine has for centuries been men, so things that are well-known don't always apply to women. A few notable examples being heart attack symptoms, outward manifestations of autism spectrum disorders, and pain med dosages. It's even worse for any woman who isn't cisgender or white. 
Beyond that, society sexualizes women's bodies before simply recognizing us as humans, as is made clear by people being offended by mothers breastfeeding their children in public or claiming that young girls' shoulders need to be covered up instead of making it clear men and boys need to stop looking at girls as sexual first and foremost. Four decades into living, the last two of those decades full of tackling topics that many find hard, breast cancer is teaching me how to talk about my own body how to talk about women's bodies and health, and how to talk about cancer and other illnesses with real compassion, and how to do that without my own body image issues, making that talk negative, without the heavy history of misogyny weighing me down, and without my own fears, cosmetic and mortal and everything in between, silencing me. I'm April Stearns, and you've been listening to Igniting the Fire Within a limited series podcast by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn. Check us out at wildfirecommunity.org to order your copy of the book so you can read along each week. You'll also find our magazine and storytelling workshops there. Big thanks to our producer, Bill Smith of Shoe Production and our production assistant, Monica Haro. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. If you like what you hear, tell your best friend, tell your mom, tell your oncologist, I mean, really, tell everyone you know. Or head into your podcast app and leave us a starred review to help others find their way to igniting their own fire within. Fire within.